What's going on, guys? Matt Mike here with Jimmy Mentis for another episode of Fit Business, sponsored by, we have a new sponsor now, Jimmy. Myolabs. There we go. We got Myolabs, home of the PV7 pre-workout. So thank you for that. We're, we're taking their money. <laughs> <laughs> but Jimmy, I have I have a topic today that, that I want to talk about. Oh, oh, but first, I forgot. You know how you razz me about the magazine in the back? On 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 how there's no magazine of you? I don't see it. Ah, but I found one. I want I want you to see Oh no. If if you remember this one. Get now, out of here. From 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 what I heard, this was your very first cover ever. Muscle and Fitness Greece. Check this out. <laughs> you know what? Jimmy Mentis, <laughs> IFBB Pro Bodybuilder. You kept this from me. You didn't even say this. You didn't even say you were going to do this. You didn't even <laughs> a- approve it. <laughs> I like it. So I had to call the photographer, right? though, and get, you know, approval that I could do that without. Yeah, did, without getting sued. Did you, did you get the sign off? Yeah, yeah. I he said it. you're good to go. I love it. You're right. It was my first cover. I had no arms and I had no legs. <laughs> okay. No, no hair at that point either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I expect it to be in the back next episode. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'm gonna blow it up like that's a it. like an eight by six, and it's just gonna be the background. Yeah, that's it. Is is I want it next to Obi. Where is Obi? Uh, Obi's all over the place. See. Why is Obi all oh, over the place, man? Because I I did all his interviews for every matter. single magazine. He only gets one cover up there. Where is it? I can't see Oh, it. no. Is that Obi in the back to your left shoulder over? It says fit. We got Obi there. We've got Obi there. We got Obi there and there. Jesus. Obi there. Obi there. We need to get him Obi on the there. show. We need to get him on the show. He would do it. He I would really it. do it. I know he would. If you threaten him, you're gonna take all your covers, all his covers down. <laughs> no, the truth. I like Obi. He's a good guy. Truth be told, Obi, Obi has been great over the years. Yes. Every single inter- I shouldn't say every, almost all of his interviews, he said, "I won't work with any of your writers. You have to allow Matt White to do the interview for That's me." Awesome. That's awesome. So, so literally, I, you know, kind of. Hung out with, with with him with all his little cover shoots. So um, he's got a lot. He's good. Oh, he's he's, he's everywhere. Yeah, it's insane. All right. So now that we got your cover out of the way, <laughs> let's let's talk about the actual topic of today. So I came up with this idea. Obviously, with 2020, we saw gyms getting hammered, and they're not they're not the only business. I don't want to single them out, but this is fit business, so we're going to talk. We're going to talk shop. So let's look at the commercial gyms mm-hmm. and the home gyms. Mm-hmm. Obviously, last year with so many gyms being closed, nobody can go. Um, COVID just literally just hammered them. Everyone flooded the Internet. And if there was one business that I wish I was in last year, it would have been fitness equipment. Right. I mean – the sales exploded. 
Um, and then you look at guys like Peloton and Mir and Tonal and, and all these, uh, you know, Bowflex, Bowflex adjustable dumbbells. I mean, everything was sold out. Right. I mean, it, it was insane. So let's talk about kind of where we are now with things starting to open up. You know, will people go back? Will they stay at home? Will they do both? Um, you know, the the emotional side of the two, is there a better training protocol, one versus the other, which technically I guess it depends on how how much you have at home. But let's let's kick that off. So Jimmy, obviously you started out kind of where I am right now. You know, a whole bunch of equipment just for yourself. Yep. You love it. You turn the music on. If your friends come over, cool. If not, no big deal. You're in your little sanctuary. And then you transitioned. You, yeah. I, I want you to say that you leveled up because you went from like. It was totally yeah, by accident. Totally un- unexpected. No, you, you had this plan. I know no. how you are. No, I didn't. No. But you, you literally went from nothing to. I, I I'm just going to start exactly, franchising and I'll, try, and I'll try to be very, very, very brief about it. Um, I had a hammer dual leg press a life fitness crossover dumbbells and a hammer uh, one-legged curl in my bedroom in one of the bedrooms in the house. And I called it the mini pit. I actually called it the pit because it wasn't, there was no mini to compare it. Okay. But for some reason I started finding these old pieces of equipment. And the first one I wanted to get was the tricep push down. The one that I finally got, two years later, 120 yeah. grand later of buying equipment. Okay. So, so then I kept finding, finding things and I kept putting them in the garage and then, and then they kind of blurred into the, the living room because, you know, like you had the big house, I could fit it in there. So one day I walked out of one of the bays of beauty fit and across the other bay, I'm sure you've seen the videos. They're all connected right next to each other. And um, I saw one of the guys, He's he looked at me and he's like, hey, man, I'm, um, I'm closing shop. And he was there for a good 10, 11 years. And I said, really, what's wrong? He goes, yeah, I, I can't do it, but I'm personally liable for the lease. And I'm like, what are you paying? And he told me, and we have almost the same exact, you know, square footage. He didn't have as many offices, so it was more warehouse, right? Gotcha. So I looked at him and I said, well, let me, let me. Let me call the landlord. Let me see what I can do. So I called him up and I said, would you transfer the lease over? He goes, yeah. I said, I'll take it as is. He goes, come and get the keys. And that was it. Like it was, it was meant to be because I had about 14 pieces at the house. And I was saying to myself, I want to build my own gym just for me. I want to build that, that gym that I, that I, of all the pieces that I trained on, not all the pieces that are cool, right? All the pieces that worked for me, you know, because if you go into the pit now, I can't pick what exercise I'm going to do first or second or what machine I'm going to use. I just land on the machine for that exercise or that body part and I go. There's, there's nothing I, I can say, ah, I'm not, I don't want to do this today. And that was it. And and I wasn't planning on opening opening this thing. You know, I was just, uh, you know, 2,500 square foot. Tam and I were just going to train. It was going to be my little man cave or our little gym. And then a couple of my friends said, hey, man, can I can I come and, you know, work out? 
you know, one of my best friends, you know, Johnny Gomez. And I said, sure, man, come on in. And then he posted on social media and, you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a chatterbox. <laughs> and, he, and, and everybody's like, Johnny, where are you training? He goes, oh, it's my brother Jimmy's and this and this and this. And, and everybody's like, hey, man, can I come and train? Can I come and train? And Tammy sat me down. She goes, listen, this is a place, the way you made it, this is a place where a lot of guys like you will definitely appreciate it. Share it. You know? And that's what I did. I didn't, yeah. I, I don't treat it as a business. I treat it like all of us who are in there, this is our gym. So I, yeah, you're right. I turned my home gym into a bigger gym, but I still didn't take that commercial side. You know, you know, I got the license for it. I got the insurance for it, you know, whatever. But, you know, I didn't do that. So the emotional side, the reason why I did this is because, to be honest with you, I have a hard time sometimes going into a gym to train um, because I don't like to be watched. You know, crazy as, as it may sound, I don't like to be watched. I love watching. I'll sit in the corner or I'll train. You know, I'll do a set and I'll just watch because I always learn. There's nobody in the gym for me that cannot show me something new or give me an idea. I learn every day. And that's where... You know, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm going way ahead of our, our conversation, but that's where I feel a home gym might not help as much as a commercial gym for those who want to, I don't know, grow or like have better um, experience in training, you know. So how do you do it? I mean, you have you have you're down in the dungeon, right? You're downstairs, yeah. right? So. Yeah, so most most of my basement is a gym and and the way that my basement is i guess you can say sectioned off is you know i have a cardio area with you know treadmill elliptical recumbent bike upright bike you know everything there television ab area mm -hmm. all free weights all machines in a different area so like everything is pretty much sectioned off and, and for me, you know, those who don't know my background, I come from the, the gym realm of, of the industry. I started in the gyms, made it into the supplement industry when I started working with Metrex, uh, did the strength and conditioning stuff, strength coach, sports nutritionist, work with the colleges, work with the pros, got out of all of that to start my own business. Um, but for me, when I was in the gym training people as an actual trainer, mm -hmm. I, I was always, you know, hey, Matt, can you can you help me with this? Hey, Matt, I have a question about that, like mid-set. Right. And, you know, that's like the, the golden rule. Like, don't don't ask people stupid questions in the middle of their set. Like, if you want to go, you know, encourage them, so be it. But don't be like, hey, Matt, uh, you know, if I'm doing my tricep extension, like, it, I'm just like, no, I can't do it anymore. So I told my wife um, when we had our first house, I said, I'm going to build a home gym. And I'm not going to train in a commercial gym ever again. So I had a little gym there, probably, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many square feet it was. Uh, I mean, now uh, it's basically 1,500 square feet just loaded with stuff. Um, and I really don't have a, any reason to ever go back to a commercial gym. 
Right. Now, you know, do I miss the atmosphere? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's what I want to, you know, that's what I want to, you know, touch on, right? I think there's two two types of people into when they train, right? The one is to see and be seen, okay? Cuz that's a factor. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not saying it in a bad way. You know, some people you know, some might, might, people might take it wrong, then, you know, to show to show off or whatever. No, because we have those people. Well, of course. But, I, but the, yeah. the way I'm saying is not those people. When I say to be seen, that means people are watching you. You better train. OK. Yeah. And yeah. to see is to see other people train exercise so they can be motivated, which that's a whole different topic about needing someone else to motivate you. The motivation has to come from within. Right. Sure. So. So you have the one type of person is to see and be seen. And the other type of person is I don't want to talk to nobody. I enjoy my workout. I am here for me. Right. I don't need people around me to be motivated in any way. And that's how we are in the pit. Right. So who are you? What type of person are you? You know, it's it's funny. When I was in the gym, I was the person who I felt like I had to push myself harder when other people were around. See? I mean, especially being a trainer. Right. I, I didn't want to go in there and sandbag my workout and have people be like, look at this guy. Right. right. <laughs> so, you know, did it push me harder? Yeah, it, it probably did. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't push myself during my workouts now. But you do have that element where you're like, I, I can't be seen lifting, you know, this or that, or I have to do all these, you know, manly deadlift squats, you know, big benches, stuff like that. And and now it's, I focus more on me. Right. You know, I look in the mirror, I focus on, you know, my weak points, what I need to work on. And, and for me now, it's really me versus me. Um, and, and, and you know, this, and, and I don't want to get suit too, uh, sidetracked. I'm really into trying different ingredients now, not supplements, just the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. If I take this and I take that at these dosages, what happens Right. now? I'm not getting to like a Boston Lloyd, you know, realm, (laughs) but you know, we're talking Pre-workout supplements, you know, caffeine, you know, sure. vasodilators, sure. stuff like that. Nothing, nothing, you know, crazy or illegal. Um, but I like that. I do my baseline measurements before I work out, and then I do my post. You, you basically, you're in your own little world. You've created I, I your, your own little world, and you're it, you're good with that. It's it's a science now. Right. What's going to get me to the next level? But that the thing is, is that you still can do that with a commercial gym. Okay. Oh yeah. My question is to you and to everybody out there who's listening, if you had your own personal gym, well let's say this. If that commercial gym was closed and the owner gave you the key to train in it for a month alone or two months or a year, because it gets old, right? Would you still be training in there by yourself? That's what I want to hear. And if, and if whoever's listening to this, if they want to comment below, 
if you had access to your commercial gym, the gym that you're training at, not what gym you would like to train at, the gym that you're training at right now, if you had access to it for a whole year to train by yourself, to play any music you want, but you were by yourself, would you do it? And, and let me tell you, there's a big difference in saying, yeah, I would, to actually going and doing it over every night and every night and every night. I got four black walls and two speakers and old school machines, and I've been going in there for a year and a half. And I even have those days saying, ah, let me let me let, let me let the PV7 kick in first, <laughs> you know? So that's where the commercial you had some numbers, right? Some some data. Yeah, you know what I I have, have a, you, you, yeah, you know? I have a ton of numbers. So uh, I'm just going to try and quick go through these. Um, I mean, I wrote an article and that's where I'm where I'm pulling these from. That's where I got the numbers. Um, so with the shutdowns that happened last year, one in four fitness facilities are, are risk of going out of business forever. Like not wow. not until, you know, the mandates are lifted and stuff like that. Um we hear so much about the the bars and gyms, how how bad they're getting crushed. The statistics show that gyms have been hit the hardest when you're comparing the industries, yeah. harder than than bars and restaurants. Um, obviously, the gyms have been able to fully participate in other federal relief programs, which you know is obviously hurting them, as well as you know the trainers, instructors, and stuff like that. Yelp is saying that more than 6,000 facilities are already closed, including 57% of uh, the temporary closures and 43% permanent closures with with no end in sight right now. Um, let's see. More and more are going to go up. Uh, respective sizes. Yeah. I've been buying machines for the past year, old school machines for nothing. Yeah. Well, look at Gold's. Yeah, I know. I know. No. I mean, that's that's yeah. crazy. I mean, Chapter 11 bankruptcy and, and um, everybody and everybody is buying commercial equipment and building it in the garage. Yeah. You know, my, my, my good friend, um, you know, Stevie at a, a super fitness gym. And then you got um, uh, Mike Shigaloni and um, Frankie at Fitness Smith. Yeah, their warehouses are empty. You know, basically, I know Stevie just moved into a, a new warehouse, but he's busy. People are just buying. They're they're building home gyms. Do you think those home gyms? Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Weren't treadmills and stairmasters and all that in homes already, but people were putting their clothes on it. What's that, that's my parents. Change, what's going to change now? No. See, here's here's the thing. You you talked about. If you had the keys to a gym, a commercial yeah. gym, right? Would you would you go to it? Now, I, I don't need to to preach to the choir here, but there may be some listeners that maybe they're new, they're just getting into fitness. A large majority of the people who start their fitness journey is going to quit within the first twelve weeks. Now, of those who continue, they have to find some type of intrinsic reason to go train i mean i can't tell you jimmy you need to go train maybe you'll do it once 
Maybe you'll do it twice after I tell you, but that third time you're going to be like, go pound sand, Matt. Like, I, I don't like doing this, this. If you're not motivated by, to yourself, with, within yourself, no one's going to motivate you. It's not happening. But the thing, the thing with the, would you go train in a commercial gym by yourself? Yeah. I look at that as people are going to make an excuse not to drive to the gym. That's to me, that's one of the biggest factors is everyone wants to, you know, blame time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Right. So, you know, that that windshield time that they're getting to and from the gym, they get stuck in traffic. I mean, they could be wasting 30, 60 minutes out of their day in traffic. If you're super busy. You're not going to the gym. You're going Why? to find every reason not Why aren't to. Why going to the gym? Because it's not a priority. Me? Okay, That's hold on a second. Thing. So, so, so the thing is, were they going to the gym before that? And all of a sudden, now they're not going? See, here's – remember – I don't know if you saw the video I posted about um, this thing that I, I, I've been doing for a decade now in my head. Um, I don't say I have to anymore in, in life. I say I get to, right? I don't have to go to the gym. I get to go in the gym. I get to go to work. I don't have to go to work. And it really has helped me mentally. Very, I mean, it's just great, okay? I get to have a meeting, a business meeting. Not that I have to have a meeting. Come on, man. You know, I've been blessed. So, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, so, so are you telling me they're saying I have to get to the gym or I get to go to the gym? How many people in COVID-19 phase, in the COVID-19 phase, said they will never complain about going to the gym. Oh, it's it's funny. Pre-COVID, everyone yeah. was like, oh, man, I right. got to go to the gym today. Right. And it's every, closed. Everyone's like, I want to go to the gym right now. Right. But here's the thing. I saw every freaking person on social media doing workouts, telling everybody, this is my workout today, and this is my workout today, and this is my workout. I told my people, I didn't even know they trained. They were putting their, the video up. Why? Where are they now? Why yeah. did this all stop? You know why? Because people don't exercise for themselves. They exercise because they feel they have to. But once that's taken away, they realize what a big mistake they made. Why do we always have to have something bad happen to us to, to understand that what we do have is enough? Yeah. You know, yeah, why do we always have to end up in the hospital bed, right, to say, I promise I'll I'll eat healthy? Right. And and it's a shame. I mean, most people that's that's the way it goes. They don't they don't make their health and fitness a priority until something happens. Right. I think you know, I, I'm only gonna speak for, you know, myself as a guy, but you know, we always think, hey, we're invincible. Nothing, nothing will happen, you know. Yeah, me too. Nothing will happen, you know. Nothing bad will will take place. Yeah. Until it does, and then you're like, dang, it it caught up with me. Yeah. So you know, the people who aren't making it a priority, you know, either you're going to make it a priority now, or you're going to try and figure out how to get your health back later, and and, you know, in an effort to preserve life. Like now, you're just trying to stay healthy. At that stage, you're you're just trying to extend life. Right. But my thing is, is like, why? Because we're talking about home gyms and we're talking about commercial gyms, right? Why does that have to – why are we talking about this? Well, here's – See what here's I'm saying? Why is, why is it a topic – people choose – it's about exercise, right? Get it in. Now, how many people are really going to exercise while they're home? They don't even go to the gym when it's all paid for. 
when right. the, they don't have to pay the rent. They don't have to pay for, for the machines. And they get to see people. Now, all of a sudden, they're building home gyms. How long is that going to last? Listen, I'm not a better person than anybody. I've been doing this. I've been trained for, I don't know, since I was 14 years old, okay, when I was sneaking into a racket club um, in Allaire, uh, in Wall, New Jersey. It was called Allaire. What's your, it was called What's Your Racket. I'm, I'm sure my, my friends are going to hear this. And and they had a little universal spot in there. I used to go, I used to go train. But, you know, I – the, where I where I get caught up in this conversation and and I don't understand and, and I get you know I'm passionate about it is why why are we having this conversation number one is it is it because people don't want to train in a commercial gym and they feel they're going to be able to train at a home gym or now because they built the home gym and they spent the money of the home for the home gym now they feel that they're obligated to capitalize on that investment and now they forced to train at the home gym. Let me tell you, I have to tell you, and, and I don't care what people say, that home gym, I'm not talking about commercial, that home gym with bands and this and that is not the same as it is going to a commercial gym. We're talking about resistance training, right? Yeah. We're not talking about get your heart rate up, shit. I can sit down on a chair a hundred times and my heart rate would be 140, 145. That's a cardio workout. I'm talking about resistance training, chest, back, shoulders, buys, tries, quads, hams, calves, everything, glutes, everything, right? Now, you want to get that little hit training in there, that's great. But overall, if you don't have a complete gym, now, I'm not talking about you need 15 15 machines i'm talking about a complete gym right a leg press machine something for the hamstrings a cable crossover and dumbbells right that needs that you need that are they going to use it or aren't they going to use it how many times have you not gone downstairs because you didn't feel like training oh there there have been times where i where i don't go downstairs right. but i mean for for the majority of the days, th that's the perfect reason for me to go work out. Right. I mean, you know, you know my schedule better than I mean, <laughs> you might know my schedule better than my wife. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm constantly you know working on something. So for me, like that's kind of like my break. Right. And usually it's it's at night, you know, before I you know try and catch up on emails before bed or something like that. Um, but it's it's my release. But that kind of goes back to what we said earlier. Like what's what's your reason? What's your why? Why are you doing it? But here's here's a question that I want to ask you though. As we see this trend of of fitness gadgets, tech, uh, AI, you know everything from Mirror Peloton, Tonal, the interactive stuff, the Bowflex stuff, whatever. Um, Big acquisitions. Peloton was acquired. I think it was was it uh, Precor who who bought yeah, them? Yeah, Precor. Precor bought them. Um, I mean that's that's big. Mm -hmm. So I look at that and it looks like things are aligning to where I don't think the home the home gym business is going to be dying anytime soon. So my question is where where does that leave our our commercial gyms? They're already hurting. If they open back up. Do you, do you really think people are going to go back to the commercial gyms or do you think they'll I stay think, at their house? I, I, you know what? Um, 
I still think people will go to the commercial gyms. Now, you're talking about the 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 old school gyms. I'm not talking about the pit. I'm talking about gyms. There's gyms and you got fitness clubs. You got the LA Fitness and then you got a Tillis gym, let's just say in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a gym. Um you got uh you got Ovox in New Jersey. Um you got some gyms down here. Uh you know, the the big box stores, the big box gyms, they most of them own the the real estate. Right? right. So they at least set out to another company. Then they then they have the contracts. Those contracts are sold to their another existing company that they own, right? So they just keep you know, just taking money in circles, right? So I don't know. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know. I think a lot more people are exercising, right? But I don't know where they're going to go. This, it's a very tough question. I My concern is is that people want to exercise, and I feel a lot less people are exercising. More want to exercise, but less are really exercising. Right. And that's why I – and that's where I see all these simple solutions like that – Um, what's that thing? That mirror? What's that called? Yeah, the mirror. I think to me, I think it's an I think I said this before. I think it's an amazing idea. Right. But what does that do? It it secludes me from the world. Now it's telling me. Now I got internet, right? I internet. I can do my business. I got my Zoom. I got this. We're we're actually doing a podcast. So if I lived in a studio, I don't need to go anywhere. I got the grocery store delivering my food. I got takeout delivering my food. I got my exercise and I'm communicating with people through a freaking mirror. Okay. That showed me exercise or a bike with a, with a laptop on it. Okay. Right. These are all phenomenal ideas. I'm just saying that we are now excluding ourselves from interacting with real people. Yeah. Everything's virtual. Right. So, so where, where are we going with this? That's my concern. I remember I used to, you know, I used to, well, I really didn't work. <laughs> During my career, I really didn't work. It was more like, you know, seminars, guest appearances, and I, I trained. I trained twice a day, whatever. But I look forward. In the mornings when I went to the gym, I would see a, a different crowd, right? And then at night when I used to go to the gym, I saw a different crowd. I liked seeing people. Yeah. You know, because it was nice. I would see the same people over again. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, man, how are you? And we went our separate ways. Or we would just sit and bullshit. What happened to that? People go in the gym now, and they don't talk to anybody. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying I had my little my little Sony and my Walkman and stuff like that. Right? But it was In your fanny pack. Yeah, it was also – yeah, right. I still have a Nike little, little fanny pack. <laughs> Um, but it was an out for me. It was an out for a lot of people. They went and they started talking and then the treadmill and then people started talking and all that stuff. That doesn't really happen anymore. People yeah. in the gyms, in the fitness clubs, don't really talk to anybody anymore. So, so here's, here's – go ahead, finish. So where does that where, where does that take us in, in the, quote, business fitness industry? And that, that's kind of what I was just going to ask. I mean, last year, the statistics, uh, the statistics came out that 42% of, of Americans are now obese. 42%. We're not talking about overweight. How much We're was it the about- previous year? 
Uh, I think it was just hovering around 40. I think I so. I think it was up like 2-3%. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been like 39.8 or something like that. Um but but those numbers are are concerning. But I don't understand. I don't understand. We have we have more healthy food out there. Okay? Whole foods is opening left and right. You got more healthy food, but now as we're uh, as as the industry as the market is going to more healthy food, okay? Right on the other side, we got hamburger shops, candy shops, cupcake shops. Like, like where is it us against them? Is it them against us? And who's us and who's them? Right. Right? It, it's not just one shift like, hey, let's all eat healthy. And and that's that confuses people. It well, confuses I think them. It's like, am I doing the right thing? Or, oh, screw this. And, you know, I just want to eat that today. I think it's a convenience thing too, and we're seeing a major shift in in the supplement industry where everything's going convenient. Yeah. You know, you know, protein cookies, protein bars, uh, obviously, you know, protein RTD shakes, protein powders, uh, you know, you name it. It's now a functional food, functional beverage type of platform. So I I think that's going to help, but my my concern is, are people really going to use it? If you're used to going home and on your way home, you, you slide into the Wendy's or, or McDonald's drive through because okay. it's convenient. Are you going to go out of your way when you're at the grocery store to pick up those new convenience foods that are better for you? It's a choice. Exactly. So are people willing to make the choice? If you don't go to a gym, if you have the membership, but you don't yeah. go to the gym That's and, a they close, and, you, and, and they close and they close – and now you go buy a, a Peloton, what what shift is going to take place in your head that's going to make you go, I didn't oh, go to no. the gym. There's a shift. It's a temporary shift. It's new. But, you know? but that's it. That's yeah. it's it's a yeah. temporary thing. Yeah. It's it's not a a priority mindset type of shift. It's a cool new, you know, shiny trinket that I just got. I'm gonna play with it for a little bit. Until I get sick of it, and then, like you said earlier, it's going to become a you know oh, a drying on. rack. So while while I really think that the gyms are going to come back, those those who have the financial means to do so, I think it's going to absolutely come back. I don't think that home gyms are going anywhere. I think it's going to be you know one of those either ors. You're you're working late, man. I don't have time to go to the gym. Yes. But I can go home and work out. I and, agree. And the key and the key there is, like you Art. mentioned earlier, it's not the same. But, but you're still putting nothing. in you're still putting in some work. Right. It's better than nothing. So exactly. So I see it being that. Or the people who oh man, I can't make it to the gym. I'm gonna wake up a little a little earlier and just quick head downstairs, hit a workout, shower, go to work, do my meetings, whatever. Or um I'm not going to be able to hit the gym to get my my resistance training in. Right. Well, what am I going to do with my cardio? I'll just go, you know, downstairs or I'll go in the other room and I'll do the the Peloton or I'll do a treadmill or I'll do the mirror or whatever. So I think I think it's a good segue in into the industry if you're not currently there. 
And, and, you know, I think that opens up more opportunities. Also, if, if you get the mirror and you're like, man, I really like this. I like weight training, but I kind of want to do more. Then, then that opens up the door to going to a commercial gym. Yeah. So I think, I think both will potentially feed each other. Sure. You know, the commercial side will feed the home gym side because shit, if anything like COVID comes up again, well, now, now they have something at home. Right. They're not scrambling, trying to figure something out and vice versa. If they don't feel like hitting their, their home gym, they'll drive to the, to the commercial gym. I believe they both co- can coexist and they, I think they both can be, can flourish. Yeah. I, I really do. I think, uh, and the people who actually do, you know, wholesale, uh, you know, fitness equipment. And I think the gyms will be there. You know, I, I listen, the memberships now are what, 10, 15 bucks a month. And I know yeah, people. Most of have, them. Yeah. So at that point, what's another, what, you know, keep a membership going. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. So, I mean, I think, I think that's a good spot to, to close out today's show. I mean, I think we touched on a lot of the points that, that needed to be, what is that? A cash register? What are you doing? Making, Making money over there? I don't know, but I, I need some money. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, in, in all seriousness, I think I think it's a topic of discussion that you know in the comments a, a lot of people will have an opinion on because you're you're either on the diehard I'm going to the the dungeons, I'm going to the pit, I'm going you know to the commercial gyms, I'll never work out at home, and then you have the people who are you know the introverts who are. I would rather stay home. And look, you know, people probably don't realize this because I do the podcast and I'm doing a lot in the industry, but I'm I'm an introvert at heart. So I'm cool being by myself. Don't Dude, call, don't bother. I'm I know you wake I know you wake up and I don't think you say more than ten words till the time you go to sleep. I don't. Well, say words, correct. I'll type them. Yeah, I'm just saying say. Oh yeah. But that, I mean, that, that could be a whole new topic for for uh, one of our episodes. You know, how, yeah. how does being an introvert or extrovert alter your your business or or your fitness even? That's a, that's a good one. I'll forget that by the time we end. So try to remember that for me. Yeah, you're asking me to remember shit. I don't remember anything. Oh, hold on, let me quick write it on your cover. <laughs> <laughs> that way when i put it up it'll remind me what we need to talk better about better be up next time you take that you take ob down he's got too many <laughs> there, man. uh oh. i'm gonna i'll talk to Obi. yeah um, bring him on let's bring him on yeah but but in all seriousness guys let let us know down in the comments are you you know team home gym are you team commercial gym can they coexist can they never cross over do you own something like a peloton or or a tonal or a mirror or, you know, heck shout out the gym that you go to. Yeah. Let, let them, let them see that, you know, you appreciate what they're doing and and coming back and opening up and giving you a space to have your own little, uh, sanctuary, so to speak. But guys, with that being said, and you know, we, we kind of drug this on, but I think we, we talked about some, some really good. We're shooting for 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we doubled that, but, eh. yeah. If you hit it, if you hit a double instead of a single, I guess that's that's better. So, yeah, we go. But guys, you know, hey, we appreciate you guys checking in. Um, I think this is going to be a really a really hot topic that a lot of people are going to enjoy. So I I encourage you to check out the Facebook page, uh, the Fit Business uh, Facebook page, or you know, hit us up in the comments on on YouTube. 
But let us know. What do you guys think? So I think they can go exist. You think they can coexist? I, I agree with you. So, guys, with that being said, let us know down in the comments what you think. Until the next episode, hope to see you guys there. Peace.